morning and welcome to Starting Right with Danny Mac. I'm going to be here every Monday to Friday to help you get a great five-minute start to your day. So grab your cup of coffee, sit back, relax, and let me help you start your day right. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to our Friday edition of Starting Right. And that means today we're going to just do a quick review of our episodes from this week, giving you just a short glimpse of what each of them was like. Hopefully you'll find something there that maybe you want to go back and listen to the whole episode, or maybe there's something that will encourage you as you go into your weekend. So let's get started. Looking at Monday, which is always about music, and this Monday we looked at a song from Brandon Lake called Fear Is Not My Future. So much of the time, our focus is on the negative things that happen in our lives. We think about it, we dwell on it, and we lose sleep over those negative things. This song helps us to let go of the negative and begin to grasp hold of the good things God has for us. It starts off by telling us, let him turn it in your favor. Watch him work it for your good. He's not done with what he started. He's not done until it's good. Hello, peace. Hello, joy. Hello, love. Hello, strength. Hello, hope. It's a new horizon. It really is the peace and the joy and the hope and the love that there is that comes from Christ that we should be focusing on whenever problems come our way and not focusing on the negative stuff. This song reminds us of that. If you want to hear the entire song, there's a link to it in the show notes of the Monday episode. You can check that out. Tuesday's episode was called The Greatest Wonders. A teacher asked her class what the seven wonders of the world were. And most of the students came up with the ones that usually we think about, you know, the, the Great Wall of China, the Grand Canyon, the pyramids, and the rest of them. But there was one young lady in that class who had some different things that she listed as the greatest wonders. At first, the students sort of scoffed at her, but then they began to realize maybe she was closer to being right. Let me tell you what her greatest wonders were. Number one was to touch. Number two, to taste. Number three, to see. Her fourth greatest wonder was to hear. Number five, to run. Number six, to laugh. And number seven, to love. I don't think there are many people who could really argue with those being the greatest wonders of the world. And each one of those things were things that God has given to us when he made us the way we are. Each one of us is part of God's greatest wonder, God's greatest creation. And we should never, ever forget that. Wednesday's episode was called, You Gotta Move On. We talked about those times when we make decisions and somehow the end result is far less than we were hoping for. In fact, in some cases, the result can be absolutely disastrous. Now, we can respond to those situations in different ways but there's one way that just doesn't make sense, and it's very destructive. It's if we decide to do something, and then it goes wrong, and we blame God for it. Now, I know some of you are going, well, I would never do that. But you would be surprised as to how many of us actually do blame God when decisions we make go wrong. The Bible even talks about it. In Proverbs chapter 19, verse 3, it says, A man's own folly ruins his life yet his heart rages against the Lord. In other words, we make dumb mistakes and then we blame God for it. I am so thankful that God has patience and mercy for us because I think we do things like that more often than we would ever care to admit. 
We think that we are smarter than we are, that we are more capable than we are, and we think that we can plan our own futures. Well, the truth is that we just can't. We need God's involvement. We need God to be involved every step of the way, from the very beginning through to the very end. And when we find ourselves in something that didn't work out, where the problem now seems big and huge, here's the really incredible part of it all. God is still able to come and help us in the midst of that, to give us wisdom and direction and understanding of how to move on from the mistake, from the problem, how to get out of that and to get to a stronger and better place again. Keep God involved and then listen to him. Keep asking him for more help and direction and he will help you to move forward and to become strong again. Thursday's episode was called John Newton. Now, most of you know John Newton as the author of Amazing Grace, and many of you are aware that he spent part of his time as a slave trader before he became a Christian. But on Friday, we talked about some of the rest of John Newton's life, which is an incredible story. Starting in 1743, when in England he was kidnapped by a press gang to be a crewman on the HMS Harwick. Shortly thereafter, he tried to desert the ship but he was captured, and he was flogged with 96 lashes. Shortly after his recovery from the beating, the captain of the Harwick transferred Newton to the Pegasus, which was a slave ship, which he served on for two years. In 1745, the captain of the Pegasus left Newton in Africa with a man named Amos Chow. Chow was a procurer of slaves for the slave ships, and Newton became a slave for Chow's wife, who treated him and all of her slaves absolutely horribly. He was a slave in Africa for three years. In 1778, he was rescued by the captain of the ship Greyhound. And on the trip home on that ship, a great storm came up, and Newton fell to his knees and called out to God to help him, to show him the truth of who God was and how to have that relationship with him. This was the first step back towards God. Then with the life-changing help of God's power in Newton's life, he later became an influential minister of the gospel in England, and he helped to make the slave trade illegal in England by working with the English government. And he also wrote Amazing Grace. Looking at everything that Newton went through in his life, I'm sure there were many times that he thought there would never be a way out of his situation, that things were only getting worse, and I'm sure he felt like completely giving up. But God had never forgotten about him. God was still working, and God still had a plan for John Newton's life. There are times when many of us have felt that we've gone down as far as we can go, as low as we can go, and there's absolutely no hope. No hope for us to ever see anything turn around, to anything to change, that we are just stuck where we are. And yet in Newton's life, God came and rescued him and turned him around. And God can do the same thing for each one of us. No matter how many times we feel we have lost and made mistakes and failed and gone down to the very bottom of the pit, no matter how deep and dark it is, God can still turn it around. And that's our week, my friends. A week in which I hope you will find some hope and some strength from God's Word, from God's promises, and from some of the stories that we've shared with you. I hope you have a great weekend. Enjoy it. Enjoy your family and your friends. Enjoy going to church on Sunday. And we will talk again on Monday. Thank you for listening today. 
And I invite you to join me Monday to Friday right here on Starting Right with Danny Mac. 